Hey everybody, welcome back to The Producers. This episode is the first episode I've done in a while um, that is early. This was like a week early. This is airing really later, a lot later. Jesus. I've also decided to stop redoing the intros, even if I mess up, because I feel like it's more authentic that way and I kind of got to deal with it. Also, the first intro I've done standing up, just so you are really, really feeling what I'm, what I'm, what I'm putting down. <clears throat> so, Nicole Nielsen. Can't say enough about her. She's great. Um, going to go ahead and do the plugs right up top. She has some serious plugs. Um, they're all in the description, but I'm just going to go over them. She has a GoFundMe um, uh, for the Nielsen family. We get into that, so I'm not going to go ahead and get into it now. Um, the Race to Parenthood 5K.com slash me, Nicole, and John Nielsen. Um, that's her... That, that thing, I think going, one of those is preferred. I don't remember. She mentioned it. Um, also, uh, new sister podcast, friend of the show, professor of what? Link in the description. Go check them out. Uh, social media, Twitter, teach at teach underscore sped 1983. Instagram, Nicole underscore Nielsen 0416. I don't know why she has so many goddamn numbers, but she has the numbers. Um, Typical, typical plugs. Uh, or go to musicpark.com. Keep an eye out. Subscribe to their music posts and Instagram account and Twitter account and whatever else they have. I'm, I'm not really into doing that many plugs, I guess. I just really don't want to say all these things. I probably should just say them and get over with because I... Anyway. Um, rvacomedy.com. Classes are in session and will be coming back soon. RVA Comedy on social media. Hashtag RVA Comedy is a great hashtag to follow because some of our posts are on there. Um, love the theater. I do a lot of performing there. Most Sundays, if there's a refinery set, I will be there. Some labs, I'll be there. And um, producerscast.com, at producerscast, producerscast at gmail.com. You know how it goes. Without further ado, Tom, let's make this let's make this a good one. Start the music now. Get, get it kind of going. Uh-huh. I want to see if I if you can get like going with the beat. Ah, ah, ah. Okay, let's see if you actually listen to this. Uh, <laughs> music still going. Music still going. Without further ado, Nicole Nielsen. I'm trying to put you in the worst Be one cleaner than your church shoes. Uh, really point to just to hurt you. Uh, all red lamps just to tease you. Uh, none of these toys on lease to. Uh, made your whole year in a week to ya. Main bitch out of your league to a side bitch out of your league to a house of empty need a centerpiece. Twenty racks of table cut from ebony. Cut that I ran to skinny pieces. Now she clean up with her face, but I love my babe. You talking money, need a hearing aid. You talking about me, I don't see a shade. Switch up my side, I like to get delayed. Switch up my cup, I can't let it I feel like you gotta be intentional about it, right? Right? Yeah. So, you, you, you do a podcast. What, yes. Is your setup like this at all? No, not even a little bit. Yeah, but you have better microphones than me, I think. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Who cares? I, like, I mean... They record sound kind of thing? Yeah. yeah. I mean, 
My husband. I think, sorry, my, I think mine just looks cool because of the arms. That's all. I mean, the lights are not bad either. I did put a lot of effort into making sure the lighting was good. Yeah, so that's like comfortable. It's relaxing. Relaxing. Doing it in the daytime is a little rough because the sun. Psh, right yeah. through that window, right at you. Right at me. Mm -hmm. mm, that's nice. What were you saying about your husband? Oh, my husband got the mics for me. Oh, he's, he's a musician. Yes. So he knows what's good. Um, he asked his friends, and they know what's good, because they're all musicians. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not that kind of musician yet. No. To know what kind of mic is good. I'm, I got these because they were cheaper, on the cheaper end, I suppose. I mean, that's really, <clears throat> honestly, mm -hmm. all, I feel like all you need is really something cheap, right? I mean, I probably, realistically, I probably could just throw my MacBook down and press record and, like, use yeah, that if I really sure. wanted to. For sure. But I feel like this, again, this sets the This intention. is, like... It makes, it makes, I feel like it makes the guests feel like, oh my gosh, all right. Like, this is like a for real podcast, oh my god. <laughs> I got the, like, sound layers on the screen. Right? Yeah. I need something fancy on this screen. Um, you could just, like, have... Double? Double it. Yeah, because oh, okay. then I can, like, look at it and be like, shit, man, I'm, like, for real on a podcast. I'm sorry. I don't know if you're about cursing, but... Oh, please. I spent all day around three and four-year-olds, so I can't, I, like, you can't you, say you anything. You really need to get it out. Yeah, I really have to get it out. Like, the only thing I can say is, like, sit the fun down <laughs> or shut the front door. <laughs> what in the ham sandwich is going on in here? <laughs> right. Not, not the worst thing you could say. Right. I feel like... You're the kind of person who can totally pull those things out. I do. I do it every day. It's what are you talking about? I'm like, that's so, that's so great. What in the ham sandwich are you doing right now, kid? <laughs> and they're just like, huh? Because they're three. They're like, uh. They don't even know what words are, really. But, I mean, well, they're three and four-year-olds. We hope they have some words some by this words. point. Like, at least ham sentences. Did she say ham sandwiches at lunchtime kind Is of it, thing? Yeah, that's basically <laughs> like, what? What do you mean? But then you have, like, the... You have the teacher assistants and stuff. They're all like, <laughs> like chuckling to themselves because mm -hmm. you just like cursed at a kid, but not really. But you got yeah, you got away with it. Yeah, I got away with <laughs> it. I was like, oh. Hmm. That's probably something I could have learned when my sister was growing up. We t we we cursed like sailors in my home. Oh yeah, so I became a Mormon, and part <clears throat> of being Mormon is like you're supposed to at all times like present yourself in a the Mormon church and yourself in a good way. So, like, you're not really supposed to curse. You're not really supposed to drink or do anything. Do things on Sunday or drink soda or drink right, coffee. Right, right. Well, you can drink soda. Is that a new thing? Is that back? No, that that's always been in. Maybe but it, some maybe, people maybe interpret. Maybe I'm just going. Because yeah. I, I grew up in southern Utah. I saw that you grew up in Utah. I was like, this MF is from Utah. He's yeah. from the, the Mormon Mecca. Like, mm -hmm. that's up, crazy, right? Like, uh, a couple blocks from, like, a... Some Latter Day Saints church. Of I'm course, like, they're every they're mm -hmm. every fucking where in Utah. Yeah. You like you have a hard time not finding a Mormon church in Utah. Mm -hmm. The exact opposite here. Is there one here? Um, there's tons here. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. Oh yeah. There's tons over. There's tons in Virginia, but we all meet at like the same building. Do they we, have? Do, is there other wards here? Yeah, there's wards here. Oh really? Yeah, there's like several stakes here. Interesting. Yeah, like so most people are gonna be like, "What the hell are wards and stakes?" Like ah, we're just talking like no. whatever. It's just like it's just how you divide the city up by who goes to what church, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. We're all supposed to learn the same thing. Although they did change <laughs> that a little bit because now they're supposed to take talks and things that have been given by. Um, the presidency and the prophet and all that, and they're supposed to build lessons on those. So you could theoretically be learning a different lesson in, let's say, our ward, which is the Glen Allen ward, versus the Chickahominy ward or something mm -hmm. like that. 
Whereas before, everybody was taught the same thing. Every Like, if you were going to the Chickahominy Ward, you were learning the exact same thing as the Glen Allen Ward was learning that mm-hmm. Sunday. But now it's like, we don't know. Interesting. It's the craziest thing to me. I'm really looking forward to the time when we can start doing a little praise and worship music during sacrament meetings mm-hmm. because... <sighs> There's nothing I miss more from evangelical churches and African-American churches than the praise and worship part of it. Like, this is like... It's a feeling. It's it's a passion. It's the passion of it. But they're like, loud music drives away the spirit. Are you sure? Pretty sure the spirit's going to boogie down. I'm I'm thinking God's as a... It's all about the spirit. He's all about it. He's like, let's do this. Let's rock and roll. Absolutely. Let's jam out. That's so weird that that's not a thing. Um, I, in the Mormon church, it's, like, so subdued. Yeah, I mean, again, having grown up, I, I, I wasn't Mormon. Well, you're, up. like, the only one, right? Yeah. Well, because we, 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 I, I was born in Florida. We moved from Florida. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So that I, makes more sense now. Yeah, so I was just there from they 6 to 16. They didn't convert you in they the 10 tried. years? Oh, yeah, they tried they, so hard. They gave up, though, because my mom's, you know, like, in, she was born in Jersey, so she's a New Yorker. So okay. So she, 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 we got taken off that list. Early. Real fast. Real you guys fast. were like, um, she was like, you know what? Fuck you guys. Yeah. Like, don't come to my house anymore. You fucking kidding me? I'll fucking kill you. Take a fucking walk. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how to deal with that in Utah. If you're not pleasant, they don't understand. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean, it wasn't that... Just, just to defend my mom, because I feel like this is... She, she no, is, no, no. <laughs> she is pleasant, but like when you don't want someone to come to your door, when you're like, we're good, like... They, they'll keep coming back. Exactly. You have to be like that. To, in his mother's defense, <laughs> Mormons are taught that we are... Not only are the missionaries going out there, but we are member missionaries, and you are not to accept no for an answer. Like, you just keep asking. That's mm-hmm. how I got... That's how they got me. Did you, right? take, a, did you take a mission trip? I did not. I converted in 2009, so it was like I was way older. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just barely still. Can you young. only do it if you're like past high school? Because it's, it's a post high school thing. Yeah. So basically, you have um, <clears throat> they don't want uh, the women's the young women's to do it for too long because then that kind of messes up your baby making years, right? That's what this whole like you know the proclamation of a family like m- women are supposed to be the nurturers the uh-huh. baby makers you know the stay at home moms there's you know all that stuff while the men are supposed to go out and be the the person who takes care of the family financially and you know blah 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 and they have the priesthood because that helps them learn how to be nurturers just like the women and it's like that's a bunch of bs right there first of all <laughs> Second of all, not everybody's family is going to look like that. How can you proclaim that this is what our roles are supposed to be mm-hmm. as men and women when that's not... Anyway, so the whole... <laughs> I get so off topic. Sorry. The Adderall is worn off, so you're getting like you're getting like the way out there, Neil. My new thing is this hey, This this is your hour. This is your show. Where, <gasps> whatever you want it to be about. Damn. All right. Well, let me just give a shout out to the Race to Parenthood 5K. Green team, the Nielsen's. Check that out. <laughs> we'll put a link in the description. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I love it. Sure. I love I love everything about it. Yeah. We need to raise money because, yeah, um, we got fertility issues. <laughs> we got problems. Preach. Right. We got problems. Hey, I can't have babies either, so I You get can't it. have them at all? Or, like, you just can't have them because you don't have someone to have them with? Oh, I meant, like, I can't make, produce a baby in my stomach. 
That well, much. That was the joke there. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I thought you had, like, real serious, like, you were like, yeah, I checked out my fertility. I'm you shooting know. blanks. No, I just can't. Like, I, I have, my eggs aren't working. I don't know what's going on. No eggs for no you? No eggs. Weird how that worked out for you. Yeah, it's Strange. No I'm, I make plenty of eggs. I'm an egg-making machine. Like, fertility, no issue over on my side. You had that great set about it. Oh, I, I left like five minutes of just like me being like, fertility sucks for these reasons. Yeah. Laugh about it. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, 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 I, I think the best kind of <clears throat> art or comedy, especially specifically in the sense that comedy comes from like truth. Right. And like you were like, I mean. It wasn't my, I'm going to say the set that you saw was probably <clears throat> not my best set. Mm-hmm. Um, just it's because, still good. yeah, it was still good. It wasn't like the, my best delivery. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely had better. Have you workshopped that a bunch? Yeah, for sure, for okay. sure. I added in a few new things which I hadn't worked out very much. Mm-hmm. So you could prop like that part was a little. You can probably kind of tell which ones you're working yeah. on a little bit. But the rest of it, and I like, you're your own worst critic, right? So like, there was part of it like I flipped it around and so it just wasn't exactly how I normally mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. So it was like, damn it. That's funny. Though, I think the last pure comic, not not that you're a pure comic, but just like talking about comedians. Like, right. I had Mary Jane French on the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love so Mary Jane. So fucking funny. Hilarious. And I just remember, and this is the worst part about it, I um, after the show was over, because I had mentioned on the show, because I'm like, we talked, we just talked comedy for like right, an right. hour and a half. Right, right. That was in the show, it was two hours. And I was like, I'll work on some things. And after the show, she actually made them funny. Like well, I had, yeah. But then I forgot all of them. Oh, you gotta write that shit down. I thought I did. I didn't. I or didn't record it and then go back and listen to it. Because that's what I usually do. Mm-hmm. I usually, when I'm doing the comedy stuff, like, I'll be honest, I took Jim Zarling's stand up comedy class at the Coalition. Mm-hmm. That's how I started off. And the, f- like, four weeks built up to, like, okay, now it's time for you to do your set. And you're supposed to work on it. Well, I'm such a procrastinator that I was just like, oh shit, I forgot. This is what we're supposed to do this week. So I just got up there and winged it like I just was like whatever and I just I knew I had these premises and the premises and they just boom and he was like yeah that was great that was great we need to work these on and then you just spent the next next set of weeks just fixing it polishing it and I had a really great um comedy buddy uh and he this guy fucking hilarious um but he just has like he just doesn't get out there and do it and it's like you gotta get out there and do it and I say that only be like I'm not I don't get out there a lot to do you know the stand up because I'm a school teacher so I have to get up early and most of your open mics don't start until like 8 or 9 9 o'clock at night yeah you're like damn I'm real fucking tired here man and I gotta be nice to 3 and 4 year olds that's real hard on no sleep so like if I wanted to be a a really great stand up comedian I'd have to be out there at least performing once you know once a night at least some of these comedians, they go out there and they perform at this open mic and then they leave and go to the next open mic. And then, you know, so they're out there doing this all the time. And I was just really lucky that I got a really good five minutes from that class and I could just add a little bit here and there mm-hmm. and make it longer or shorter, however I need for just fun stuff. It's just fun for me. Mm-hmm. I know it's infertility is not everybody's like, oh, that's hilarious. But I, th- I think the thing. The thing is, like, I, I talked to you about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. The woman I was seeing at the time mm-hmm. had told me that she had fertility issues. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not that, again, we or I probably she was trying, but those existed. Right. And it was like having kind of known about those and then saw I saw the set and I was just like, oh, I can not necessarily relate, but just like I have a, d- a deeper level of understanding right. that makes it a lot better. And I'm sure, I am sure, especially at the Hearst Girl show, like right. um, someone there had to be feeling it or at least kind of understanding or know right. something or know somebody. Right, and I try to make it funny enough that people aren't just like, ooh, this is really sad. Like, I feel bad for you. No, it's it's funny. I've been doing this for five years. I can either laugh about it or I can cry about it. And I'm done crying about not being able to make babies. Like, fuck that. Let's make fun of how, like, stupid it is to have kids and how hard it is to, like, even make sure that your timing's right and how awkward it gets to talk to people about this, especially, like, going to visit your family. My sister-in-law jokes all the time about how, like... This is my husband's uh, brother's wife. They live in Utah, and they're great people, Mormons, of course. Um, And she tries to, like, joke about how, oh, well, we'll just get the turkey baster with Ben's sperm, which is my brother-in-law. Like, we'll just get the turkey baster out, and we'll just shoot some in there. And I'm like, well, maybe not. Maybe. I mean, we asked, we did ask the family members, some of the male family members, because my husband is one of five boys. So we did ask some of the men in the family who had already had children, if they would be willing to donate sperm to the cause. Then we found out how expensive that would be, and it's like, well... Really expensive. Oh, so expensive. Everything's fucking expensive. It's like, you you can either have a kid or pay to make a kid. Like, you can't have both. Like, mm-hmm. once you ha- pay to make the kid, you're like, well, fuck, I guess we're going to have to give this one up for adoption because we can't afford it now that we've spent all this money on you got it. it. can't do anything with it. Sorry. Sorry, kid. You and, wanted to go to college? Fuck that. And it's not, even, it's not even guaranteed. No, no, it's, it's not it's even guaranteed. It's for like a 20% chance. Right, right. Nothing is guaranteed that, like, we could go through all of this. Right now we're trying to raise $22,000. Holy goddamn. Yeah. To do shared, uh, a, it's basically a shared, um, what do they call it? It's for IVF, but it's like a shared, um, shit, I can't think of the words. Anyway, it's, it's basically we all pull our money in and we just keep trying until... We either are successful with an implantation and it come, pops out a baby, or the doctor's like, it's just not going to work anymore. So it's like a shared success program is but what it is. What do you mean you and uh, his family or you um, and the people who you You like and other with? people. So like every like there's a bunch of different couples. We all put $22,000 into this thing, and sometimes it'll take right away. So for one couple, they may spend $22,000 for IVF and they get pregnant right away. But then for the, some of us, the rest of us, it might take seven or eight tries before we're actually successful. So, yes, they just spent $22,000, and it's that was, like, way more than they needed to spend because they only needed to do it once. But for me, it may take ten times to do it. So they spend five grand, and you spend 40 grand, let's say. Right. But you guys, but all, everybody agree, you guys in, all agree like that no matter what happens. We all, like, and it's through the, you know, fertility company. So it's not like we're all like, hey, how much did it cost you? Oh, and they're like, give me my money back. But at the end of it, if you aren't successful, then you get back a portion of your money to help go towards adoption or some other option. Right. So we're trying to raise that money and whatever we don't raise through either our GoFundMe or our t-shirt. We're doing a t-shirt design contest right now, but it'll probably be over by the time this gets put up. Um, Because this Thursday, 
we're picking a win, we're putting in yeah. the choices, and then someone's going to vote. You know, everyone in our little thing is going to vote for it. Our little green team, twenty eighteen um, group, they're going to vote for the T-shirt, and that's going to be our official green team T-shirt. You'll be selling it. Yeah, and it's through Bonfire, so they're going to like. We get a portion of the proceeds and stuff, so yeah. that's like a... Send me a link and we'll throw it up. Absolutely. We'll that shit out of that. Hell yeah. Let's cool. make this money happen. No. <laughs> all your millions <laughs> of listeners. No. All, right, all right, all right. I'm not, I'm, I'm not making fun. I'm not making fun. <laughs> oh, no, I'm just, definitely not taking I just that. josh. I just josh around a little bit. It's funny because... Just to, I guess, take that, that segue, I suppose. Um, <laughs> like... You just started a podcast. Yes. Yes. Bring it up again. Um, episode Sorry. one. Is it live? Episode one is already up. Yes. Gotcha. We'll plug that. We'll plug that too. Let's do it. Plugs and plugs. Um, and episode two is being edited. Yes. As, as, as they were recording this, not that it goes up, episode two will probably be live in a week and yeah, a half. Yeah. Something like that. How's that going? How's that been? You came up with an idea. Well, uh, so Casey came. So the person that I work, that I improvise with, Casey. He's been on the show. He's yes. been on the show. Yes. Well, he's also a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. in fact. He came up with this idea. And it, it's for, like, basically a ripoff of Doctor Who. A parody. A parody, sure. A rip-off parody. makes it sound bad. Well, well it's not I mean, it could be bad. It could be. It could be the worst. I mean, I, I think it's hilarious because I get to speak in a British accent for, like, however long this podcast goes on. Um, and my British accent is just awful, but it's fun. You know. Ne- needs a bit of work, does it? Yeah. I just, uh, you know, it's like a little bit, a little bit of work yeah. would probably go, like, a long way with it. Yeah. But, like... I really like the character Maria. That's Maria. who I am. Yeah. I'm Maria. And I work in, Maria, like, a pet yeah. shop. Yeah. Pet shop, yeah. yeah. So it's nice. And I, I met this guy named the Professor. And it's just the Professor. But, I like, the whole premise is, the whole podcast is us going around, and it's called The Professor of What? An homage cast through time and space. Oh, right. It's yeah. pretty great. Yeah. So we, Casey and I, we just, like, improvise the whole thing. We know where it's supposed to get to. Certain plot points you want to reach. Right. Um, and then we just we just make it up as we go on how we're going to get there. Um, the first episode was just me and him uh, fighting uh, what is essentially a room. No spoilers. Well, it's a Roomba. That's not really a spoiler. The okay. whole, like, you're the like first ten seconds, you're going to figure this out. <laughs> um, but it's great. Because I get to just be dumb and silly and stupid with it. Like, Casey was like, hey, do you want to do this with me? I was like, heck yeah, I love Doctor Who. And he was like, me too, let's do this. I was like, yes. So Doctor Who fans will find something in there for them. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's silly and just... It's just a silly, fun thing yeah. that we're doing. And if you don't like it, you know, you don't have to listen to it. It's yeah. okay. We're you know, still going to keep doing it. So you should, Absolutely, you should. I love that. One of the, one of the additional things I love um, was that episode two had, like, four people, other people on it. And we had six people. Six total? Six total people. It was Matthew, August, Blue, and... Um, Walter. Walter. And then Casey and I. Yeah, yeah, um, All very funny people. And... <laughs> It was just, it was an amazing slash, like, rain, like, I had to be kind of, I had to try and rein things in a little bit. And I'm not, like, trying to be like, oh, yeah, I tried to, no. It was just, like, I felt like that's kind of 
the role I had to take for a little bit. For some of it, not all of it. Um, but we, we had a really great time. And, like, the room is this, it's like a nursery size room because it's tiny. So there's, like, six people in this with three microphones hooked up to... the acoustics are good, too. Oh, it was awful. They're terrible in here. It's, it was awful. Like, it's just all, like, reverberating. There's the hardwood floors. I mean, the house was built in 1920, so it's, like, almost 100 years old. It's not meant for podcasting. You think they would have thought ahead? You know, I mean, come on. <laughs> they should have thought of these things out. Like, yeah. someone's going to want to record in this room. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want great acoustics? With a microphone. With a microphone. What, what, sorry, what is recording? <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, boy. Mm, I say. Oh. <laughs> so... It's it, it kind of strikes me think because I've ne- I've only th- uh, this, this is episode twenty six. Oh, this is episode twenty six for you for me. Oh so, man, I've only had one episode that had more than two people on it. Really? Oh, I'm sorry, I've had two episodes. Episode four had the first like half hour hour had uh, two two people on it, mm-hmm. and then one of them left because it was like a double header that day. Okay. And then episode seventeen or eighteen had my friend Jake and me and my friend Tom double hosted. Okay. And so. I couldn't imagine having six people. I've, I've also done a separate podcast with, like, four people, and, like, a lot of editing had to be done to, like, mm-hmm. cut out the, like, oh, 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 no, you go, kind of thing. Right, right, right. Having six people improvising. In a small space. In a small space. Right. The, 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 the most permanent, not permanent, but permanent Game of 21 ever. It's It was crazy. Yeah. I mean, it was great, though. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy it a lot. I think that... Um, I I enjoy the process of the whole thing. I'm sure Casey's like going nuts right now, editing. like editing because that's like his thing. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna edit it, and I'm like, totally fine, go for it. My husband help, uh, composed the music for it. Uh, Casey has gotten a lot of sound effects and things he told me for all it. Like it's, I, it turned out great. Sometimes I forget that my husband is as talented as he is, because um, I live with him and I still think of him as like. Uh, like when you met a him. youngster yeah. like to me he's still like this goofy kid in a band well not even that because we met in at church after like in 2010 so like it's not like he's like this super young kid but he is like three years younger than me and i just always think of him as like how old are you i am 34 years old really going on 35 yeah, I'm an old. I'm an old person. When I first met you, I would have put you late twenties. Aww. And then I found out you had a husband, and I don't know. It just that for some reason added some years. Added some years. Where did you think I was? Like, well, when I after first the, look, after that after that the husband added probably really early thirties. I'm hitting the mid thirty mark. I'm like, if when I turn thirty five, I am the five and above. Up you go, kind mm-hmm. of rounding up situation when you teach school children. It's like, oh, uh, yeah, five and up. Rounding up, yep. yep. Five, yeah, five and up. Okay. Interesting. Um, what were you saying right before I cut you off? I have no idea. He's three years younger than you. Oh, yeah, he's three years younger he's than you. He's 31. He, well, so yeah. You met him uh, eight years ago. Yeah. Wow. Eight We've been years. married almost seven years. Wow. April 16th will be seven years. Isn't that crazy? Like, Almost a decade. That's been wearing that thing for seven years. Yeah, it's, she looked at a ring when I said that. I, I yeah, yeah, I've been wearing <laughs> that for seven years. <clears throat> it's crazy to think I've been married for seven years because I've been married before. This is my second marriage. You've been married before. Yes. Whoa. What? How long yes. were you married the first time? Like three years. Okay, so wait. Let me get this straight. Three, I, four, eight years. 
That would put you at 20, 26. Uh-huh. You had a three-year marriage? Yeah. I got married between... when I was 20. Okay. The first time. Young marriage. Yeah. Interesting. You know. Sure. You know, you think you're in love. Living life. He turns out to be a pothead, which is not a bad thing in and of itself. I know many successful people who are but also... for your situation... He was not a... Uh, one of he those was not a nice. Types. He was not a successful type, and he was not very nice to me. On top of that, so that was. I feel like that. I feel like that's putting it nicely. It it is the nicest way possible for me to put that. He was not very nice to me, and uh, it just at some point you just gotta be like, look, I want different things. You're not very nice to me, so I'm moving on. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, it's so funny. <laughs> I, so I often, and I'm very, I'm very wary, which is why I throw prefaces out there. I try to relate to people's stories with stories of my own. Right, right, right. The closest I can get to like a real, <laughs> a real relatable thing was right. I met a girl who I thought I was going to marry. Ah. And she turned out to be also not very nice to me. Probably way nicer than mm. your situation. But again, I'm just trying to relate. I mean, it's maybe, maybe way nicer than my situation. I don't know. I don't know what she was like. But it's funny. So just to give you backstory, um, sure, sure. which I apparently do every episode, um, <laughs> I started this after I broke up with her because mm-hmm. I kind of lost all sense of identity mm-hmm. and I'd just been through a very miserable like four months. Mm-hmm. And so I started doing this. I started doing improv, mm-hmm. started doing music and trying to write comedy and stuff like that. And so it was this big thing. It was this big, terrible thing, like, like yeah. low. And then yeah. like kind of picked myself up. So like, yeah, I forgot exactly where, where I started with this. No, nope, I lost it. Are you trying? You were talking about how you give this backstory every time, gotcha. and I said that she might not be. She might be as terrible or mean to you as my ex was to me. But I, I, I think the only thing probably comparable is that maybe where you were mm-hmm. when you left was where I was when you started this. When, or when I yeah, when I left, also I guess yeah, yeah about the same time. Yeah, like just wanting to just so. I guess I don't like to like rope it in. I like mm-hmm. to let it go. Mm-hmm. But I want to a little bit because I'm curious. Mm-hmm. Um, you're, I would consider you an artist. Oh, thanks. And I don't even know everything, uh-huh. but based off what I do know, uh-huh. definitely. So I'm curious as to what you have, what you've gotten into over the years. And around that time, was there something that you weren't doing, that you started doing, or that you latched onto because it helped you, or you really put time in because um, of the probably strong emotional situation you went through? Uh, so, I, I, I am, I would not consider myself much of an artist. Um, I, I, I am very humble. I really, I really don't think of myself as any sort of an artist. Like, I find things that I think are fun, that I want to do. Um, at that time, I was, when I finally decided to leave, I was, um, really working hard on my bachelor's degree in French. Mm-hmm. And Jesus. yeah, I was, um, I like had really just like I had finished with my associate's degree, got into Old Dominion University. And I think it was like maybe uh, the second semester of that where I was like really starting to get my confidence built back up. 
uh, you know, really doing a really great job at, you know, with French classes, meeting new people, really finding out that I am someone who can, like, what I say is not embarrassing and horrible, and that when I express myself, it's okay and safe. Oh, jeez. Sounds like, like we had, we maybe had more summer experiences right, than I thought. Right. So, um, and, you know, I'm not embarrassing to people. People like me. People want to be around me. People think that what I say is funny and interesting and, you know, what have you. So I was really just getting really into French and being around people who liked me and going out with people and really just hanging out with people who I felt cared about me. So that's really what was going on at that time that really gave me the confidence to be like, I don't need this. I don't need to feel like this. It's so funny because people have said that this show is kind of like therapy for me. Uh-huh. And I feel like it totally is. I'm like, I'm like so okay with it. Yeah. Because I went through, I, when I was going through that shit, I was listening to a podcast that was kind of, they were talking about like similar things. Mm-hmm. And it, like, really related to me because I was like, people go through what I'm going through. What did it take? How did that, how long did it take? And what, what got you to the point where you could, like, believe those things? Um, I definitely found myself struggling through pretty much the same shit. Right. So, it took me, so, like, that spring. Let's see, I finished. And then it was like a year and a half after we had gotten married before I started to feel like I could do things on my own. And, um, and it was over that summer. Like I tried, I was like, I'm, I'm, I gotta leave. Uh, we can go to therapy. And I was like bending over backwards to like, do therapy sessions at the time that he could do them at and that it didn't interfere with his work and it was starting to like affect my classes and things and he decided he wasn't gonna he like just didn't show up to one of the therapy sessions and that's when I was kind of like okay so he doesn't care about this at all so why should I and I had already moved out at that point because I felt like we needed to have like some space yeah and that's when I was just like, all right, well, it's done. Like, if you're not going to show up and I'm doing all this work, it's yeah. not. It's obviously you don't care as much as I care or you don't see things the way that I do. Um, no, I'm not going to say that I was like 100% like totally okay and totally self-confident and ready to take on the world after that. Because there was definitely like a succession of like horrible boyfriends after that that did treat me like horribly and I think that I was also pretty bad to some gentlemen that like I'm not without fault like I'm I'm a pretty terrible person at times I'm sure that some of my ex-boyfriends would definitely feel that way it's all about perception it is perception is your reality yeah everyone has their own perception and that's the reality yeah they we do we all live in that it's good that you're self-aware enough to be like I wasn't always great but neither, neither were they. And right. That, and the kind of, I guess, leaving it at that, like... Right. It nah. just... It, and um, it took a really long time. And, like, even still, like, now, I'm, like... I go through these the times where I feel like, oh, man, did I really just say that? Like, oh, my gosh. I was so mean to that person. And I really didn't need to be that mean to them. And I feel terrible about it. 
But I also, like, just went through basically a two-year, like, relationship with a boss that was awful to me and made me feel like a terrible person. It was very much like when I was with my ex-husband, except for it was a work environment. You had to be there. And I had to be there. Like, I got to pay bills and stuff. What am I going to do? answer to them, and they Mm -hmm. had power. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't, like, anything, like... Un, like sexual in nature or anything. It was just like I was made to feel like a horrible person every single day that I went to work. Like I, uh, anytime I opened my mouth, it was like I was oh, would up, say horrible thing. things. Yeah. Like, um, like I couldn't even talk to people because they would go back and tell him that I said something um, in a tone that they didn't like. Jesus. So like that's the kind of environment that I was in for working for t- two years. How'd you last that long? I had a really great aide. Like, she was amazing. She and I worked so well together, and I didn't want to leave her. So I just stayed. And then this last year, like, I I made a formal complaint to the HR person. And they're like, well, we're not going to move him, but here are your two options. You can move here or here. And I was like, well, isn't there, like, a third option where, like, we can figure something out so that I can stay with my aid? And they're like, nah, if it's that horrible, why would you want to stay there? And it's like, Jesus. This, cool. Whatever, whatever this is, it sounds terrible. It was, it was pretty awful. But I'm in, like, a great school. But, like, I still, I still have those moments where I'm like, ooh, that was too mean. Sometimes, uh, like, the situation where you and I had an in- interaction that I was like, oh, I was so horrible to him. And, like, I talked to Casey. I was like, Casey, like, how bad was it? Was I, like, really awful? Oh, I remember that. And Casey was like, I mean, you weren't that nice. You might want to apologize. And I, like... It's so funny because I just thought of it, like, um, honestly, I felt like I had done something wrong. No. To provoke that kind of... And that was, like, it was, like, one of those days where it was just every day, everything was going wrong. And I was so frustrated. And then, like, you were just, like, the last person to be, like, hey, have you tried this? And I was, like, fuck you. (laughs) Like, but not, like, literally fuck you. But It's so funny because I remember, because it was talking about uh, my improv team. Right, right, right. And you had, I thought you were making a joke and I thought I was being sensitive. Oh, maybe. It was like, you, we had one woman, so we were good kind of thing. Right, 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 right. And I was making a joke about <laughs> it that a, a little bit. It was a joke. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure. We, no, got, no. we, we checked the box for good. We're good, we're good. We checked that box. We've had like, a minority perform with us and a woman, so we, we're good. We're good, right. <laughs> I was like, oh. But then after that, like, there was other stuff. Like, the podcast, yeah. Yeah, the I was just like, stuff. Like, yeah. I had been mansplained to all day, and I was like, oh, I was, I was like, so angry I was like, right now. I've had some technical difficulties in the past. Maybe I can offer assistance. And, and like, you were just like, oh, fuck you. I was like, I can't talk to anybody else about this. To it's your over. credit, you did explain that you had been mansplained, and I was like, you know what? Not my time to, like, try to make a point. Right, right, right. You've been right, through right. some shit, so like... Like, it was like a... I was... I really was trying to be like... I can't... I like... Can't handle yeah. I can't take any yeah. more... It didn't... It, de- it definitely didn't put me in. Like, I was like... I wasn't like, oh, fuck Nicole. I was just like, okay, got it. Yeah, that like, I didn't... I, that's like... Those are the kinds of situations, like, having ADHD and, like, super anxiety and, like, just being really quick... To, like, get frustrated with mm-hmm. myself and other people. Yeah. It gets, like, especially at the end of the day, I end up just being, like... <sighs> Plus, I have to be, like, so nice to people all day. I can't imagine. 
all day. You gotta be like so patient with little children. Like, yeah. oh, you pooped on your sleeve? Cool. How Again? did you get right? How did you get poop on your sleeve? Oh, how did we do that? Oh, what the ham sandwich happened? Right. Can somebody get me some gloves? I need some gloves right now. No gloves. Zero gloves in this entire. Okay. Okay. Cool. How about some baby wipes? Baby wipes? No. Anybody? Okay. Do we have great. a new shirt? <laughs> we do have a new shirt. It Sweet. is. Sweet. Two sizes too small. Great. 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 Well, <laughs> here you go, buddy. At least it's clean and there's no poop on it. For now. For now. It's so funny because I love talking about anxiety. Oh, yeah. I feel like that's like a way to kind of like make yourself feel better or relate or something like that. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? I don't mind talking. So this is like one of the things that really bothered my ex-husband is that I am very open and honest about my life. Like, yeah. I have ADHD. I have severe anxiety and depression. Like, I have had um, suicide attempts in my past. I um, am not always able to get out of bed on the weekends because it's just too much. I've been outside of my house too much. And I need to stay home. And um, I've been, like, my current husband, he's a trooper. Like, he deals with, like, way more than anybody knows. And I I tell him, like, I love you. You're my favorite husband. Like, <laughs> nobody else could deal with that. And I'm like, I can oh, say that because yes. I have been married before. That's the sweetest. But um, it gets, you know, I don't mind talking about it. And if people want to talk to me about it, it's great. Um, the, the, the initial premise of this show was, uh, I guess the underlying premise was I want to, cause it was, again, it was two hours. Mm -hmm. I want to spend two hours being a vulnerable person mm -hmm. with another person and trying to take whatever we come in with and grow and wherever it goes, just like grow and talk right, about right, it right. and try to come to conclusions or whatever. Just like talking kind of helps. And like, again, relating to other people, like, Oh, I go through that too. Like mm -hmm. <clears throat> if I do reach listeners and they do listen and they do relate, like that's a great thing. So right. like. Why not try to, because I mean, one of the things about improv, be vulnerable, be yourself, right. channel real emotions. One right. of the things about comedy, like I said, good comedy is meaningful. Good music, meaningful. Like, right. So good product is vulnerability. And I think I kind of got away from that because people seem to be less and less inclined to go down that route because they're not. I mean, I have, I, I guess I have no problem with that. Mm -hmm. One, because I want people to know, like, this is who I am. And if I offend you, I am genuinely very sorry. And if I hurt your feelings, I am genuinely very sorry. And it's not, like, my issues are not meant to hurt you, but they may. Just because that's who I am and how I am. And, and I know people will be like, well, that's such a cop-out. Like, you're such a jerk. Like, how could you say that to someone? Because I'm fucking human. I literally can't even understand that sentence you just said. How could you do, like, someone, someone come and think, I, I'm like, no, that's how. Very right. easy. Well, like, the situation that we had, th mm -hmm. that I that we just talked about, like, some people would look at that and be like, well, that you're just an asshole because you should have been able to manage your own feelings and not be a jerk. But I'm a fucking human being. It's really and hard sometimes to be a human being. we get overwhelmed and we have issues that are far greater than our ability to deal with them. And yes, I've been through therapy. And yes, I have tried cognitive behavioral therapy, all of these things. But I find that I still continue to struggle, even at 34, going on 35, with self-regulating. And I think part of that is the background and the way that I grew up. It's not, I did not grow up 
and the best and most healthy for mental health and physical health environments in the world. We were not wealthy, but we were not the poorest people on the block, but we were definitely like a struggle. And my mom did the best that she could with my stepdad. And there's just, you know, like when you don't grow up with good coping skills, you don't learn you don't learn how to cope with them at a young age and it still becomes this huge struggle that you deal with even further down the road. Like as an adult, I still am learning how to do things that other people might have learned in their teenage years, their young adult life, you know, but it's, I'm learning and I'm growing and I'm trying my best. I feel like I'm way better than I used to be, but I'm still like, because I'm older, people hold me to some higher standard of, mental health abilities like it's so funny because <clears throat> having hung out with you on several different occasions mm-hmm. and like had I, w- I guess i would say minimal conversation because it's mostly mm-hmm. at saison or the theater right 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 like definitely would not have inferred any of that mm-hmm. anything that you've gone through so taking that and saying like she seems, I don't want to say well put together, because I feel like that's, like, again, like really reinforcing the stigma right, right. of mental health. But just, like, you seemed like you were doing okay no matter what was going on. Mm-hmm. You were okay with where you were. And then hearing you talk before you even got into it about how, like, <clears throat> you have a, the support system and, like, how you approach it and how you think about it. I still feel like you're doing okay. And mm-hmm. I, I feel like that, that's a weird sentence. But in general, it just means, like, even though I haven't known you very long, I'm like, I'm very proud of you for getting to where you are. And like, I strive with my own things, which again, I don't think are even comparable. It's just relatable. Mm -hmm. It's like, I hope that I can get to a point where like, I'm more okay with this. I'm more okay with that. And like, I think that's like, you're, you would, should be considered a beacon for like, this is how you try to handle these really (laughs) difficult things in your life. Well, okay. So today I can be a beacon tomorrow. I'll probably be a mess and crying. Who knows? There, you with mental health. I feel like there's these really great days that you go through, and you're like, yeah, I'm, I get it. I fucking, my life yeah, is well, just crazy. Ground, right? But the thing is, is beacon status means that <laughs> next day, uh-huh. after being oatmeal in bed, you are back to being a beacon. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you're still a beacon on that day. It's just like this is a rough day, mm-hmm. and everyone goes through that to varying degrees and stuff like that. Right. And it's just like, like mine are just like. <clears throat> I, I may not stay in bed. I might, like, go work out for two hours. Mm-hmm. Or I a bike or go to a show and, like, or mm-hmm. listening. Whatever it is, it's, like, that's how you cope with the stresses of being a human mm-hmm. or whatever you're going through, whether it's, um, like, a one-off kind of thing, like, oh, this date didn't go well, or mm-hmm. it's just general mental health issues, anxiety or depression or right. something like that. And I just feel like... If you, if like even again, if you destigmatize and just roll with it, like this is this is how right. it is, and then the next you still come out swinging like the next day or the next day you can't. Right. Like well, that, I, that's why I'm saying beacon. Right, and I feel like if there are things that I have committed to doing, no matter how I'm feeling, like I just I make sure that I go and do those things because part of my issues with with myself is that I need to I need to feel like. I am someone who is reliable. Mm -hmm. And that's always, like, that is part of 
the character that I want people to see. Like, my character as a person. It's a pretty great trait to have. Like, that that's something I'm usually on time or early to things. You know, I don't like to be late. Mm-hmm. I get really anxious when I feel like other people are making me late for something. Like, if I have to go and get someone or if I have to wait for someone. Someone's chatting you up, taking their sweet-ass pimp time. Right. Like, you're, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, me. I've got to go. Sorry. And sometimes that manifests itself in being very rigid with my schedule. But I, you know, if I'm feeling depressed or sad or something, if I am scheduled to do something and my name is on there and you know that I have to be there, I'm going to be there. Um, if I'm sick, there, you know, and I don't want to infect other people, that's a different kind. Like Tiny that's butter a, practice two months ago. I'm sorry, I was sick. Did <laughs> yeah. you want whatever I had? No, I was and, bummed. I was bummed you can't be there, though. Yeah. I was bummed, too, but I was also like... I'm real you, sick. You made, the, you made a good decision. Yeah. I didn't want to get everybody else tight quarters, and it would have been the entire squad, and we would have been out for months probably. Yeah. But, it, you know, that's the only exception I make is for sickness. sickness. Like, mental health, while it is a sickness, I try not to let myself be like, oh, I'm just going to stay home. Although I have done that once or twice for something that, like, if I can get someone to cover me for something, then I'll do that. But... I, you know, I don't do it as much as I used to. It just sounds like that's that's, that's a point of pride for you. It's like, yeah, I'm, you're going to bring me down to the point where I'm not doing something else I could be doing. Mm-hmm. You're not going to take me out of doing this thing. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah, it's like a point of pride. Like, I don't want to give in to that, like, anxiety when and it comes depression. To those yeah, yeah, when it's something I really want to do or something that I'm very, like, committed to doing. I don't want to let that get in the way. <clears throat> that is great. I don't want to <clears throat> let this episode get away without talking about specific creative things that you've done. Okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm so curious about everything. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> I'm all, it's, 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 it's really been the worst having to cut the show down to an hour. Because mm-hmm. uh, you see how many points we could just keep going on. I mean, if you want to keep going, you can, I mean, this could be your hour and a half long special show. I don't care. I, I, I'll let it roll until... Probably the thought after the hour dies. Okay. I just, I want... Do what you want. <clears throat> this is your show. Yeah, yeah. The, the thought the thought for <laughs> me is really kind of roll... Like, like, trying, like, I roll with the two-hour format. I'm going to roll with the hour format for mm-hmm. at least 20 episodes. And really gotcha. just, like, give it a fair shot. Gotcha. Because I think I could easily run into an hour and a half, two hours. Like, no right, problem. Right, 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 But, like, <clears throat> I want to give it a... I want to give This it is your time. point of pride. This is an hour. Exactly. We're in well, it. Let's do this. Well, give or take 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Never shorter, always longer. Um, so, <laughs> stand up. Yes. Improv. Mm-hmm. Anything else that rounds um, you out? I mean, nothing like super recently. I mean, I'm I am really good at making up lesson plans. That's some creative shit. Right that, look, I talked about <laughs> dancing for thirty minutes yesterday. Did you really? Yeah, That's ben, ben, not not the Ben you're speaking French with, but the mm-hmm. other Ben, mm-hmm. Tyler Tyler's Ben. Mm-hmm. He's in my three hundred one. Okay, he's a dancer. Oh yeah, for a long time. So you know that? Yeah. Oh, that. that that's yep. really interesting. I yeah. did. Um, so, like in high school and middle school, I played the flute, and I did a little bit in college. Um, When's the last time you, you picked up a flute, though? Oh God. You miss it? You ever miss the flute? No, not even a little <laughs> bit. I tried to play the ukulele. I tried to learn how to play the ukulele. What stopped you? Um. Like, chords and things are hard. Oh, come on. You gotta just try it. I'm, I did. I tried really hard for, like, three months. And the only thing I can do is, like, I can pick out a tune and just pluck the notes. But mm-hmm. I can't, I, like, cannot get my fingers. I wonder why. 
I do not know. And like, like I have really great flute fingers, so they're like used to being in weird positions. Oh, I see that, yeah. But like holding down chords and the rhythm of it is just like I can't do it. Okay. I don't I don't understand it. I can't get it to work. Like whatever. Whatever the issue is, I just can't do it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I really want to be good at this, but do I want to be good at it enough to put in all the time and energy that it would take and the money for taking lessons. Yeah. That is, I mean, there is something to be said about going and talking like a professional rather than just doing it yourself. YouTube video. Right. And yeah. so like I was taking ukulele lessons and all that stuff too. So I like, I, we were putting good chunks of money into me, like trying to learn how to play the ukulele. It was just not happening. And I was like, I can't, I just, I couldn't do it. It was, it's a sad adult thing that I had to give up. <laughs> so would you say that your bread and butter is comedy? I, I mean, by bread and butter, you mean like feed myself with it? Like, can no, I like... You're th- the thing you like, I guess. I don't, well, I, I, you know what? Full disclosure, I don't know exactly what bread and butter actually <laughs> means. I think I can use it contextually, and I have just been proven that it cannot. I, I'm, I'm sorry, that was the school teacher. But <laughs> the school teacher in me is like, mm, what do you <laughs> mean the by that? The school teacher in you is, I don't know, can you go to the bathroom? <laughs> Ooh, have you, have I, you someone, s- someone said something today, can I do something? And I was like, I don't know, can you? No, please don't. We I hate do, that. I know you do. That's what makes it so great. I think comedy has always been a part of my life. Like, my mom has always said to me, whenever I've said something to her, she's been like, well, Nicole, you know, everyone likes... A small ass, but no one likes a smart ass. And so now that I'm adult, I'm like, whenever she tries to say that, I'm like, but mom, what about the Kardashians? <laughs> who likes a small ass? Right, who likes a small <laughs> ass anymore? No one likes a small ass, mom. Doesn't fit anymore. It's not the 80s. It's not the 80s. Or the 90s. True story. Can't, you can't hide that behind a flannel. No. But, so that, like, I've always had kind of a smart alecky kind yeah. of sense of humor. And I've always been very sarcastic. And, you know, one of the reasons that I went into taking uh, Jim's stand-up class was that my friends were always like, you should be a comedian, you're so funny. And I can, like, spot on do kids' voices that I work with. And they're like, oh, my God, that's so that kid. And I do it in a loving way because I love the kids I teach because I teach children with special needs. So sometimes some of the things that they do that are very repetitive and that you hear every single day, like you can, you'll just say it to someone, you know, mm-hmm. randomly and it's like in context, but like just out of the blue. I've worked with special needs kids and I've, I've made fun of them too. <laughs> I don't want to say made fun of. but Made no. fun with? I don't know. <laughs> you lovingly mocked? No. Mm, I, think I don't mock worse them. Than I don't them. mock them. Like I just... Like, I think we all know what you're talking about. Yeah. No one, no one's like, she makes fun of special needs kids. Fuck her. Right? Oh, that bitch. No, no, no. But I do love my students. Like, I would do anything for them. Yeah. And I think that, but comedy has definitely been something that has always been a part of my life. Like, I've always wanted to make people laugh, and I think it's fun to, like, joke around. And the moment that you can get someone in, a, like, a good belly laugh is, like, the best feeling in the world. Like, that's what I strive for. I want to mm. give people good belly laughs. I also really love um, people who are easy laughs. Yeah. Because every little thing gets them going, and then you get on a roll. And they're just, like, peeing their pants. Jake, and like, I love uh-huh. you. I love Jake. He laughs at everything. Yeah. Mm, I need to meet this Jake. Yeah, he's great. 
You should definitely done. Do. He lives in Texas. Ah, damn it, Jake. Damn it, Jake. He's the producer of the show. Oh, is he? He's All best. right, well, we'll just Skype him later. Yeah, we'll just make him laugh a bunch. Yeah. That's, he, that's he, a- the funny thing is he'd be so down. Let's oh, do... If he could get time away from his kids. Oh. Two, two, two there, one on the way. Oh, that bastard and his mm. fertility. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm just rubbing it in. He has three yeah, he's got too. three kids, you know. He's just giving them away now. Shit. Well, shit. If he's giving them away, I'll take one. Yeah, right. That's another funny thing. Like, people... And he's gorgeous, too. Is he? Oh, yeah. Is his sperm, like, real good? Is that what it is? I think so. Damn. Got the good, got the good Texas got sperm. Got the good sperm. Got the good Texas sperm. They swim real good. <laughs> Good. There's a whole lot of them. <laughs> He's got those Michael Phelps sperms. He's got them Michael Phelpsy sperms. <laughs> Them's Olympic gold medalist sperms. <laughs> but <laughs> don't feel bad. People do that all the time. Um, I think the, the the beautiful thing about that is like, even though like, because if if I was like touchy about it, I would not have mentioned it. But like. I don't think, yeah, you, you got to the point where it's like, that's how it is. That's how it is for me. That's how it is. Whatever. Like, don't invite me to a baby shower. That's all I'm saying. Oh, like, okay. I, I don't go to baby showers. <laughs> yeah. If you've got any baby showers coming up, I, I'm, go- I'm good. I don't need an invite. Do you, Pe- do you still love babies? Fuck yeah. Okay. Babies are adorable. Children are adorable. I'm I love kids and babies. <laughs> People will be like, oh, you'd bring them back. I'm like, <laughs> maybe not. You better hope that the cars are running full tank and there's snacks. God, you cause... better hope we don't make it to Mexico because uh, this baby is gone. Stop at Jake's house. Yeah. <laughs> All the way. Hey, Jake. No, this baby? <laughs> totally mine. Totally mine. Yeah. Looks nothing like me, but it's totally mine. I know it's black, but. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and we're as white as it gets. It's it's okay. My husband and I we joke about that too because his sper- it's his sperm that really fucks us over. Like yeah. they're just there's not enough of them, and they just don't swim right either. Apparently, like they're just dumb sperm. You know, they're just like the. the <laughs> what's the name of that character from of Mice and Men? Um, I can't think of it. Uh, do you know who I'm talking about? I you think know so. What I'm saying. Yeah. But you know that's what his sperm are. Um. But they, like, yeah, they just aren't good. So we joked about, like, getting sperm, sperm donors and, um, you know, like, he's, I, and I've always been one that I'm like, I don't care. I don't care what our baby looks like. I don't care who our baby. It's your baby. It's, my, it's our baby. I don't mm-hmm. care. Yeah. And he's like, same. And so I've, we've talked about it. And the weirdest part of all of this is how much things cost. And I'm going to tell you right now. It's just the way things are, but black sperm is not that expensive compared to other races of sperm. Like I've looked at this and I was like, you really? Priced it out? Yeah, I've I've shopped around. I've shopped the sperm banks to figure out how much sperm is going to cost. It's still really fucking expensive. Does it cost a lot in different um, areas? Uh, different clinics will cost more or less, and if it's like a high quality <clears throat> sperm that everybody wants, astronaut sperm. Yeah, it co- it costs like way more. Interesting. So we've joked around like we would just get we would just get um, black sperm. Not that they're colored differently; they're all the same color. <laughs> it's all the same color, but um, and just not tell anyone. And then when we have our babies, 
Just be like, yeah, that's our baby. Like, I, it's a. Sorry, what do you mean? What do you What do you mean you don't like, get it? What do you mean? You, what do you mean you don't get that this isn't our? This is our kid. This is our kid. This like, came out of me. Like, what are you talking about? This came Looks out of exactly me. like John. I don't know how you can't tell. Like, oh. this is ours. Hello. That would be the best. Well, and if you've ever want to get my mother-in-law off the phone fast, just talk about adopting African-American children. Oh, really? And not that... Okay, let me preface this by saying my mother-in-law would love whatever child we brought to the table. Race doesn't matter to her, but she gets real uncomfortable. Is she from Texas? She is from Idaho, but lives in Las Vegas. Oh, okay. So they're Mormons. They live in Las Vegas. It's not... She just... It's one of those things, like, she didn't have to worry about that. So maybe it's the adoption part that makes her uncomfortable, but we were just talking, like, I had It's seen... a lot for someone to take who came from a different time. Right. We understand. So it's not like... Is she... How old is she? She's, like... Because she needs defending on the show. 60s to 70s, somewhere in there. I mean, that's what, that's what, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, it's... I don't want people to get the wrong idea about my mother. Don't at me. Yeah. I don't... I don't want people to be commenting like that bitch's mother and her they're racist it's not not the case for Just, the record no one's gonna make it to this part of the show you don't think so no i think my sister is the only one who is a regular listener first, <laughs> every so, episode i tell i tell her i have an email set up like mm-hmm. just to, i said i basically but one episode i beg them like just if you listen if you hear this just send me an email right my sister was the only one who did. really maybe her, other yeah. people are just lazy and don't do it you know what i don't care because that's really what, like, if you're asking me to do an extra set step and I'm listening to this podcast in my car, it's not going to happen. Like, I'm not going to send you an email while I'm oh, driving. Don't worry. I I, I, play, I pulled the heartstrings. I'm like, I just uh, want to know if someone's listening. Is anyone out there? <laughs> Hello. It's me. It was, what was really funny, and I think you might experience it too, if you look at the metrics too much. Mm-hmm. I'll pull them up real quick so you can kind of get uh, an idea of what a this is. Yeah, yeah. What it looks like. Because you are, you know. You just gave birth to a new podcast. I know. I did it again. Oh, that it's was on okay. purpose. Yeah, I um, figured as much. It's okay. So, just so to you can you, see, like, who's down, like, it's been down. The only thing I can see is number of downloads. So, along the edge, you can kind of see mm-hmm. 30, 200, 200, uh, close to 100. And then, as it goes on, it gets a lot lower. 60, 80, 20, 20, 30, 30, 50, 40, 30, 30, 11, 9. It's gone complete. It's, it's trending downwards. What I, is... I think it was bots. I think I definitely genuinely think it was bots. But, like, I have almost 2,000 total downloads. Right, right, right. Um, so, like, bots are just downloading your shit? I don't know. Like, it's it's How so is... funny. I don't, I don't get it. And it's just, like... Okay. Um, I mean, that's interesting. Like, I have a state map. Um, Texas is all about you. 406. Arkansas has 348. I mean, Who the fuck is listening? I have one friend in Arkansas. I have 20-something episodes. Maybe your friend in Arkansas is like... Just telling multiple accounts. Like, just or just them. telling people about it. Maybe. Virginia, Virginia obviously. Yeah. And then, you know, my favorite one is the international view. Yeah, let's see. And Alaska's... De- did you see Alaska's go up? Zero. What is that That's then? the U.S. Oh, that's just the U.S.? 1853, so I have under 100 foreign... Foreigners listening. <laughs> Where are they from? Germany, UK, Italy, Ukraine, Sweden, Brazil, and Turkey. I know who the well, guess Sweden what? download is. Guess what? I'm going to uh, I'm going to bump your French viewership or yeah. your listenership in France. Are you um, going to promote it? Of course. The one episode I know that was like plugged, like they posted about it on like uh-huh. social media, got it was um, like. It's that right there. <laughs> is that that's big 133? Yeah, the giant spike that's like twice as much as. 
Probably all of them. I don't know. All of them uh, together. Well, you know what? Um, I'm definitely going to put it out there. Sure. Because I don't care. Listen yeah. to it. Listen to me make a fool of myself on a podcast. Do it. Believe me, you didn't make a fool of yourself. Oh, that's so sweet of me to say. <laughs> Just kidding. She totally did. Totally <clears throat> made a fool of herself. Just kidding. It's a, it, it, honestly, after every time I record these, I feel like I made a fool of myself. And, like, I totally ruined the episode with, like, my wanting to talk about certain things. So, like, the pod, our podcast with Casey and I, I, I listened to it. I was like, I hate my voice and I hate uh, the first phrase. started. The first phrase that came out of my mouth, I was like, I fucking hate myself. What was the first? What was it? Doing the accent, too. I, can't, I don't even know if I can do it. Hold on. What, I can't even remember the name of my boss that I... Um, you can make one up. Dr. Mary it was Ball. something like, he's going to get me. He's gonna get me. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God, I hate myself. Why did uh, I say that? Why was that the first line that came out of my mouth? I may be misremembering. I've listened to four of my own, mm-hmm. maybe. And it was like the first couple, just to kind of see how it went. And then I listened to Matthews again after mm-hmm. we started becoming friends. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I should probably listen to this again if we're going to be friends. Right, right. Um, yeah, I hate the sound of my voice. I, I hate, hate it. it. I hate and it. I always And I want to be like, a singer. Really? Can't do it. Can't do it? Can't do it. Can't, like, first of all, I can't sing. Second of all... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's like step one. Learn how to sing. But then I will, I will never like record. Listen, I've recorded one song. Mm-hmm. I recorded it. And I sent it to two friends who I trust. Uh-huh. And... They were like... Ugh. Maybe not. One of them was very complimentary. I think he was just being nice. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brandon. And then Tom, uh, my best friend, was gave like, me honest feedback. He said it was a little pitchy, but I liked it. And I was just like, uh, I think it's saved on my hard drive deep, deep somewhere. Uh-huh. And I deleted all potential like traces of it. Right, right, right. So like, it's it's gone. But just like, yeah, I hate sounding like So this makes me glad that... that someone else thinks that? No, no. That I did not grow up. In an era where we did pod, like we do podcasts and Snapchat and uh, Facebook and mm-hmm. all that stuff, because that shit wasn't around. Like we didn't have smartphones when I was growing up. Like when I was in high school, you know how we recorded stuff. You're well, only eight years older than me. Okay. We didn't have smartphones when I, I was. Never, I didn't get my first smartphone until I graduated but high school. How excited! I didn't even get one until like way after that. Yeah. But how excited are you that none of your dumb stuff that you did when you were Ooh. younger was recorded and put on I for I will say this. Facebook's memories feature. I get to relive my high school angst every day. I did not have Facebook until after high school. Yeah, you're right. You're lucky. You don't have to relive that shit. That's I good, mean, I still have you. to look at my dumb shit that I posted in my early 20s. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah, it's all bad. I think I figured out how to do it. Yeah. I mean, but I'm sure in 10 years I'll look at my Instagram and be like, what was I doing early on? I'm posting, like, <laughs> squiggles. I don't, I don't even, like, I have an Instagram page, but I don't even post anything on there. Like, I hardly ever post any pictures because it's, like, one more app that I have to go through to post shit. And I'm like... I like it because I, I like it better than the other ones, actually. Which is weird because I was so anti-Instagram. <clears throat> Not, like, outwardly, but just, like, I didn't want to do it. And now <clears throat> I don't go on Twitter anymore. I go on Facebook to check what what my, what the fucking notification is, mm-hmm. and then Instagram I like regularly go on. Facebook is like my main source, and I will go on Twitter. Um, I did uh, when Donald Trump became president. I did start um, tweeting at him, and it was an IEP with IEP goals for him, because that's what I do. Um, I started. Being like, um, at Donald Trump will refrain from using inappropriate language or something. It was just like silly stuff like that. Yeah. 
And um, then I did like updates to those IEP goals at one point, being <laughs> yeah, you like, had, you had to do a good job. Not, not meeting criteria <laughs> or something like that. It's just like ridiculously silly <laughs> stuff like that. And um, that sounds like you're a good follow. When I hop on, I, I do crank out some funny stuff or just like angrily tweet at Donald Trump because he's an idiot. Like, I just can't help myself. I'm like, God damn it. My favorite Trump and Twitter related, because again, I like to relate. Mm-hmm. I don't like to. I don't, I'm oh, not yeah, trying, yeah. No, people no. People have called me a story one up, and I'm like, no, I'm just trying to have a good conversation. My friend. Whatever, JD, it's okay. <laughs> if you've ever watched Scrubs, that was the reverence. Yeah, it, it cut me deep because I'm JD. <laughs> <laughs> so I my husband and I quote but just just a little background I used to watch Scrubs way back when it first was showing and I would watch it every I've watched every single episode every night before I go to bed that I turn on Scrubs and that's what my husband and I fall asleep to I love Scrubs love Scrubs Fucking love Scrubs. Cougar Town is also a good hit if you Never love Scrubs it. oh but my it's gosh the same, it's on Hulu the same director oh, yeah. what's his name I don't, I don't know, but it's uh, his, oh. his, uh, his. Uh, but I think Jordan, the person who played Jordan on Scrubs, his, his wife, his, hus- his is, her, her husband. husband is the director yeah. in both of those. And if you've never watched Cougar Town, it's worth a watch. Yeah, it's okay. it cracks me up. Anyway, go ahead. But so, you were relating. The first time I ever met one of my my friend Jordan because mm-hmm. we were like internet friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we eagled. That's amazing. In his driveway, and I had a witness. Aww. Um, my friend Jake made a Twitter bot that every time Donald Trump would tweet, uh-huh. it would reply to him with how long he still has an office. That's and it would awesome. be like three years, whatever. And every single time he would do that, there'd be a reply like at four years or you forgot eight years or seven years, or whatever. Like just like saying like he's going to get yeah, second yeah. term. So funny. And he got blocked by Trump after 140 days. Shut up. Which was funny because it was like 140 characters. Oh my gosh, cool. that's that's pretty neat. I want that should I want my I want my Twitter to be blocked by Donald Trump. Like I want him to be so pissed off at something that I post that he's just like fuck you. That would be great. What was really funny is even though he's blocked, it still tweets out nice. replies. Even though like he is blocked, it Every still time. somehow the bot still works. That's so awesome. that thing's still cranking out like that's three, amazing. two, whatever. Amazing. Oh I love I love Jake. He's the best. I, I really I <coughs> you're, you're shot already. big ups to Jake. Big ups to Jake. Right now. Love I wonder, it. I wonder if Jake's a listen to the show. He was one of the first to tell me that it was too long, but he supported me. But he was yeah. like, it might be too long. I can't get through them. Well, uh, all right. So that being said, I have listened to The Adventure Zone, thanks to Casey, from the very beginning. And some of those episodes, like one of their last episodes from um, the Balance um, like arc thing that they did because i just finished episode 69 i just and they start yay um and that was like two hours and 45 (laughs) minutes long yeah and people listen to that i mean it was beautiful yeah griffin mcelroy spirit animal i don't he's amazing is that the dude from my brother my brother yeah the dude who kind of looks like me without, without a beard yeah Sure. People have told me that before. I have. I really haven't looked any of them up, so I have oh, no idea. Okay. I've just been listening to their I've podcast. Been told like him. Okay. Well. Continue. Anyway, people people who know that would be better judges of that. So yeah, sure. We'll defer to them. It's funny because when I was listening to Pete Pete Holmes, you made it weird. Pete Holmes is mm-hmm. two plus hours long, okay. which is where I got the inspiration to do two hours. Right. right. Um. And I was working a data job, mm-hmm. so I had all day to listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I listened to three a day. Right. And I cranked out hundreds. 
And I would re-listen to some because mm-hmm. I love them so much. And so that was my intention. I was like, I don't care. I'm making this for me kind of thing. Right. But now I guess I, I maybe I'm trying to market it more. I don't know. I'm not doing anything different other than making it shorter. Yeah. Again, experiencing with a new format. I mean, it's, it's you. It's your podcast. You do what you want. Mm-hmm. And I think people will either like it or not like it. And there's always some sort of market. I mean, I watched um, on, what is that thing uh, where you can watch video gamers play? Twitch. Twitch. I wa- like, Casey and I were looking at that one day, and there were people watching someone watch themselves play video games. Watching someone watch themselves play video games. Yes. So I'm watching somebody watch me, who, who, who was watching me play video games. They were watching someone... A was watching B watch A play video games. Um, A was watching B watch B play video games. Someone was watching somebody watching themselves. Yeah. Wow. Why? Was he I don't like, was he know. Like giving commentary? I don't know. I couldn't. I I'm still trying to figure this out. I'm That's still good. trying to figure this format out. I was like, people pay to watch this shit. I mean, like Twitch people, is free, but yeah. But but people, people pay subscriptions yeah. to watch this so that they can get like weird update notifications. Like that. Right. And I'm like, people, I can't. Yeah. I cannot imagine. I've watched streamers before, but never watched someone watch someone watch someone or anything like that. Like they've and. It's the craziest. I. My mind was just like, fucking. People can make money doing any fucking thing anymore. Anything. Like, I saw this guy on um, Facebook who he drinks a bottle of wine and then bitches about shit. And I was like, fuck, I was doing that in like high school. I didn't know I could record myself with it on the internet. Right. Ah, like, he's so making funny. money off of this. And I was like, mother. Fucker, I came up with that idea in high school. He was going to drink and record myself talking about dumb shit for hours. Oh, my goodness. I yeah. want to do that. I had thought I was doing another podcast called uh, Getting a Beer with Jonathan or something like that. That could be fun. This is the beginning of the new one. What was really funny, episode four mm-hmm. um, on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I did, so episode one was my friend Tom, and episode mm-hmm. two was my friend Tom again, but we kind of mm-hmm. sw- he was the host. Mm-hmm. And then I started doing improv, mm-hmm. so I had my classmates on. So I did a doubleheader one day. Uh-huh. And the second one, I was like, fuck it, I'm getting beer. Uh-huh. And so I think I had three in the two hours, and Maybe. I got a little tipsy towards the end. Right, And right. I, I remember oversharing a lot. And I, I, I was like, Jake, can you please listen and make sure I didn't say anything that could go the wrong way? Right, right. That would be fun, like, doing doing a drunk podcast. I'm going to experiment with that, because I'm going to Charlotte City Tom this weekend, so mm-hmm. I think we should do a drunk cast. You could do a drunk cast. Sorry. Um, no, you're fine. I lose my phone a lot. That's why it's flashing like yeah. that. Because I lose it so much. It's got your battery. Well, it's on silent. And I lose my phone so that when it... Blanks, you can find it. Yeah. Unless it's face up, then you're fucked. Then I'm... Well, you can still kind of see it, which is Turn nice. Turn the lights off, you're good. Yeah. Okay. That's like how I live my life, because I'm so... <laughs> like, I, get, I, had to, I have to put little things in place. I love it. Um... I feel like that's a good that's a good point. Yeah, sure, sure. So, the the worst thing about doing a podcast is ending it. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you end your show. Pete Holmes likes to end a show with a catchphrase. Uh-huh. That's the best way to end a show. Yeah, I yeah. refuse to be that. You don't want to be that topping. guy. So my my version of ending my show, <clears throat> and it's funny because sometimes I see people like looking around a lot. You were like here. In the eyes. You yeah. Were, yeah. Which is great because um, it kind of keeps me honest. Um, <laughs> so I I use the term weird. That I'm about to use very loosely, mm-hmm. interpret it however you want, whether it's sure, sure. positive, or negative, however, whatever. All right. What's the weirdest thing in my room? You've been in my room for an hour plus, so the my room and my room is full of shit. 
I will veto if you pick something that's been picked before because okay. I want to have more fun with like. Um. But like the weirdest thing. Or the coolest, or whatever. Yeah, again, your interpretation. Um. I don't know if it's the weirdest thing, but I really like um this uh, <laughs> this uh friends um. Uh, what is that when you do the sewing and the, the um, needlework? That's not what that is, but I know what you're talking about. I mean, it looks... I can't... So I have to veto that because it's been picked before, but oh, I can okay. tell you a story after if you're still curious. Okay, okay. Um, shit. But that is your number one pick. I got it. That is that is the number one pick? Damn it, who picked that? Um, the other one was... Uh, I have a security camera. You have a security camera? I have two, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you a story later. Okay. People what? think it's mostly creepy. There's a lot of shit in here, That's yeah. That's a little... I mean, I'm a little creeped out now. I, <laughs> I mean, that is definitely the weirdest thing in the room. Uh, I didn't even notice this before. To, to, to reiterate, I don't record. It's just if I want to check in and make sure my house is on fire and my cat's still there. Sure, 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 sure. Wink. Whatever you say, friend. <laughs> what is this witch on a broomstick That was yesterday's trophies? pick. I'll tell you Damn later. You <laughs> 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 might be fucked here. I might be running out of shit. Um, I can only, there can only be so many weird things. I mean... I might have to stop vetoing. What about... Okay, so this... Your nightlight, is, has that been picked? No. It's not weird, per se. It's, but it's the only thing you think of that kisses I mean, your it's like Christmassy. Ve- it's like not in season. <clears throat> that's that's what it is. It's super glued to that plug. I'm sorry, what? So that is my... You see the, the little red light below it? Yeah, yeah. It's my switch to my Christmas lights. So if I were to hit that, the lights, the lights would turn off. Right, right. Um... So, for Christmas, when I worked at Target in 2011, uh-huh. I just moved to New Orleans, I needed a job, seasonal right. work, okay. I bought that to have a Christmas tree, <laughs> and so I've had that ever since, uh-huh. um, and around Christmas time, I don't put a tree up, uh-huh. well, my old roommate used to do that, but I didn't have one this year, so I brought right. it back out, and I wanted to put it somewhere where it wouldn't fall over, because it's very top-heavy, because it has that little ornament on it, Yeah, yeah. so I super glued it to the little iPhone plug, uh-huh. it's a USB tree, Right, right. Um, and I just... I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. not no, no, no. Either. I'm not saying you are, but just like that. I just, I decided that I'm gonna make it a permanent fixture. Um, yeah. So it's not special anymore. But it's uh, so it's definitely not the weirdest thing in your. The room. weirdest thing was the friends thing. Well, n- now that I know you have video cameras, that might actually be the weirdest <laughs> thing in your room. People think that's so weird. I. I'll tell you the story off mic. I've told the story on mic before. If you want, okay. to, if you want to hear the story, go to Brittany's episode. Yeah, go to Brittany's episode. It's where you find out that it's not actually to look at cats and check and make sure the apartment's (laughs) on fire. It's so that he can videotape his sex appeals. What? You know what? I'm going to go ahead and let people think I have sex appeals. I don't know why I'm fighting this. (laughs) Why are you fighting it? Why are you fighting it? Obviously, it's to record your sex you're having. So much sex. That one doesn't even fucking work. Now you're telling people they're going to come in and steal your That one works. Sorry. They both work. They both work perfectly. They both are full of sex. They're both full of sex. (laughs) The cameras themselves are full of sex. That's Uh, great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure, 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 sure. All right. All right. Say your plugs again. Any Um, websites or social media? um, Yes. So uh, Race to Parenthood 5K. Look it up. It's... um, there's we're the green the, team. There's a link in the description. Yeah, we're the green team, the Nielsen's. Uh, we also have uh, a GoFundMe, which we'll also put a link in there for you. So if you don't want to like donate to the entire the the nonprofit organization, you can totally donate to us directly, which we would love. Shirts are coming soon. Yes, shirts are coming soon. Um, I will have a link 
for that at some point. Um, we're voting on them on um, Thursday. The We're going to start voting on them on the today's Tuesday, so the 8th of February. So whenever this goes up, they will already be picked. So you can... <coughs> Definitely be picked. Yeah. 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 You can buy them at whatever link. This is airing next... Not this Wednesday, next Wednesday. Oh, no. They won't be picked by then. They'll be picked by the fall, the Thursday after that. Oh, okay. Because we're doing a week to week. So this oh, is... This so Thursday ends the making your own so shirt. So technically, tomorrow... Tomorrow... They'll be picked. They'll be ready. So check it out. Check it out tomorrow. Gosh, podcasts are hard, huh? Future? Yeah. Um, Normally I'll, I do week to week, but this week I'm trying to get a little bit ahead. Yeah, yeah. Do your thing. That's you. All you. <laughs> I'm, I'm not So, judging. links in the description for that. Mm-hmm. Any, you want to plug your social media or anything? Um, Nicole Nielsen on Facebook. N-I-E-L-S-E-N. Um, on Twitter, I think I am sped teacher or something like that. I don't know. You, you'll, it's... I think I'll, I'll probably try to go tag you in the post. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not real great with handles because I'm old. And then um, on the Producers Cast Instagram, when we take a picture, because I remember this time. Oh, great! We have to take a picture. Um, oh, you didn't tell me there'd be pictures. Damn it. I mean, I look like this, so. Okay. Um, she'll be tagged in that picture. Okay, cool. Great. Great. And Did you uh, find, how do you feel about it? Oh, sorry. Go, do, do your plug. I was going to say the the professor of what? Yeah, that, that's definitely going to be this. Yeah, for sure. For Casey sure. will be sad if I, I, I... I don't know if he'll be sad, but... He, he, I feel like I want to support people who... Like I said, I told him, like, anything you want me to do, I'm down. Yeah, yeah. I'm down. So, for like, sure. Supporting artists. Yeah. And, you know, we'll need improvisers <clears throat> oh, yeah, for the future. Down. I get to be an alien, I think. So Everybody's an alien, right? Except oh, for me. I'm, I think I'm the only human well, right now. I'm an alien. I mean... I guess. If I go somewhere else, I'm, that makes me an alien. Oh, is this taking place on Earth? Yeah, find out. Ooh. Ooh. Look at you. Okay, Oh, I can't let me pay.